James McAvoy once again does his best everybody impersonation, and we share how much we enjoyed the final installment of M. Night Shyamalan's trilogy of comic book homage films, Glass. Or did we? What a twist! That and more on this episode of The Real Review, so stay tuned. Welcome to The Real Review. Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. I'm here with Matt, has at least 20 distinct personalities in the credits. Hey. Oh my goodness. And it's who true. am I? It's true. Everybody, he, <laughs> I'm here with Joel. Hey, you should really, uh, you know, not just settle for the for the multivitamins and get vitamin D because, you know, you really need to have that to absorb the rest of the other vitamins. Cunningham. That was probably the, <laughs> that was probably the longest nickname. I, I appreciate that. I'll look into that. But probably the longest nickname you've ever given me there on the show. It's true. It was pretty lovely, though. Yeah, it was good. Anyway, yeah, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> uh, so, for those of you listening for the first time here, uh, this is our podcast where Matt and I like to review films that we've had a chance to see, uh, recent release films. And so, we're going to be talking about a film today, as mentioned in the intro, a little film called Glass, Glass. Uh, which was just released and uh, a long time coming. Yes, very say. long time, like 19 years. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I don't think any of us expected to ever see a sequel and or uh-huh. a trilogy of films come from I know the that there was a clamoring for a sequel, at least back in the day. There was. And then it kind of went away a and then clam. split re like, There's a bunch of sea it. creatures just... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sure. Clamoring. I was yeah. going there for clam. Clams. Anyway. Okay. Yes. Why don't Puns. you give our listeners some ways to get connected to the podcast before we get into it? Y'all can get connected with us multiple different ways. Uh, one of them being our website, which is realreviewmedia.com. And you can link to all of our social media from there, which is uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, which is at realreviewmedia. And then also youtube.com slash the real review. You can connect with us. You can email us on our uh Email account, realreviewmedia <laughs> at gmail.com. Exactly. You know that email account y'all yes. got? We got one of them too. Exactly. <laughs> um, we actually recorded a little earlier than usual in the yeah, day. Yeah, I think we're both still waking up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, just a Not little bit. Lie. I haven't had my coffee yet today. As it's okay. Anybody who knows me personally knows that I usually need at least right. a cup before I'm yeah, also, moving and grooving. Also, I just want to throw this in there real quick. We will be uh, selecting a winner for our contest uh, Ooh, in the yeah. next couple of days. Yeah. Next couple of days. Real quick, uh, you can actually um, enter yourself Good into that contest yeah. by going to Instagram or Facebook, find our post that we're actually promoting the contest for, share it, like it, and then you got to comment, hashtag Real Review 100 to celebrate 100 episodes, and then you're entered. We uh we've had quite the entry list as well. We're we at have. double digits as far as entries into the contest. Yeah, so. and we're we're in triple and quadruple digits if you add a lot of additional people in there that have yet to do it. There you go, and you could <laughs> be one. So yeah, no, uh, t- <laughs> definitely get entered in the contest. We'd love to go see a yeah. movie. And uh, are we going to announce what yeah. movie we're going to yeah, go see? Yeah, let's see it right now. All right, go let's for it. it. Yeah. Hey, so what we've decided to do is we're actually uh, the winner is going to go with us to go see. Captain Marvel on hey. or around March 8th or around that weekend when it comes out. Sounds that is marvelous. the goal. Yes, it's <laughs> going to be awesome. So yes. that's coming really soon. And I'll give you plenty of time to prep all of your debate questions that you want to talk to us yeah, about after yeah, the movie. Yeah, why not? It's going to be great. Yeah. 
Twizzler-inspired debate questions. Oh, yeah. Uh, I will say is this as well. Like, if somebody has a real moral reason for not wanting to, I don't know why, but, you know, we can always change it up. But that's the plan. Go see. Yeah, yeah, I sure. demand we go see. No, I don't know. Yeah, I want I to know. see Escape Room and Yeah, we're not going to force somebody to go see the movie, you know what I mean? But, yeah. Uh, yeah. That is our plan. We're going to go see Captain Marvel with you if you win the contest. So go ahead and enter. you got another couple days to Ooh. do so. Uh, last but not least, before we get into the actual uh, podcast review of the film, uh, Matt and I, uh, we tend to review things a little bit um, one-sidedly, but kind of togetherly. It's weird. Uh, Matt <laughs> tends to be a bit more of a fan perspective, where I tend to be a bit more of the critic, critical perspective, and we kind of put those together. To togetherly. Keep, yes. What yeah. we think is a real good, we're like kind of two halves of maybe a what a normal, and a yang. Yeah, maybe a normal <laughs> uh, film reviewer would be. I don't know. Uh, and we put those together to give you a really good, uh, really interesting, hopefully real review. Joel, and yeah, you complete me. You complete me. <laughs> yes. You told me my vitamin D needs. Yes, it's true. Um, and, uh, you know, we're on a journey here. We're still learning about film and cinema. We're not perfect. Um, we do this as kind of for a fun thing. And so we'd like to have you join us with that journey as we go along. Definitely. So, Matt... Yeah. Why don't we get into this? Let's do this thing. Let's talk about this film, a little film called Glass. Do you want to intro it for us? Yeah, um, let's do Glass. Okay, so uh, as usual, super vague synopsis. Uh, security guard David Dunn uses his supernatural abilities to track Kevin Wendell Crumb, a disturbed man who has 24 personalities. What? Uh, directed by M. Night Shyamalan, written by M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, most of the cast is apparently comprised as James McAvoy. Then you have... <laughs> Bruce Willis, Sam Jackson, Anya Taylor-Joy, Sarah Paulson, Spencer Tree Clark, uh, Charlamagne Woodard, uh, a number of other people as well, uh, and M. Night Shyamalan. Um, and uh, this is the long-awaited uh, capper for the trilogy that Shyamalan started back in 2001 with Unbreakable, mm-hmm. uh, brought back to our forefront with Split but, two yep. years ago. Mm-hmm. And then- uh, And then this is, yeah, right, that was, that was a great experience in the theater for me, by the way. Yeah. Um, so let me break down, I guess, real quick, and you can kind of share your experiences. I really liked Unbreakable. Mm-hmm. Really, really liked it. Um, I saw it in the theater with my dad 19 years ago. And then um, uh, Split, I thought, was okay until I saw that it connected. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, yes! And then I really <laughs> liked Split. And then uh, Glass, just the kind of culmination, um, really liked it, didn't love it. Okay. Yeah. But doesn't mean it was bad. I actually really, really liked it. Yeah. So uh, kind of your your thoughts on that history um, of Shyamalan-ness. I was late into the Unbreakable mm-hmm. group. A lot of people saw that as their first M. Night Shyamalan. My first film seeing um, of M. Night Shyamalan was actually, surprisingly, Signs, um, which really? was a good film. Yeah. And Even a lot of Sixth Sense was his first one? It was, yeah. Wow. I At the time, I wasn't watching a lot of like suspense, kind of scary films. I, I just didn't right. like them. Um, and then after watching Signs, I was like, that was pretty good. I should go back and check. So I went back and watched Sixth Sense. And then later on down the road, went back and watched Unbreakable. Mm. And so um, I was overall happy with it. Yeah. And I liked it. And I think. I like to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a, a subtleness to the whole homage and the story that ended up being the real story of the film right. that it felt good. And it was kind of. When M. Night Shyamalan does it well with kind of his world building and his twists, it's like there's a deeper message there that doesn't fully come to form until you get the final piece of the puzzle. Right. And uh, it's less of a twist and more of that. Yeah. It's more of this is what it actually was about with that final piece of the puzzle. Um, and so I thought that was really well done in the first one. I think I went back and watched 
Unbreakable specifically, and sorry, we're going to get into the actual glass film review in a bit, but uh, <laughs> prior to seeing, I watched the original yeah. uh, Unbreakable prior to seeing Glass, just because I wanted to kind of check it out, and I was watching it with another person who had never seen it, and um, I don't know if it's aged super well. Like, it hasn't aged poorly, mm-hmm. but there's definitely some style choices and some cinematography choices that are kind of like, okay, yeah, I get it. For the time, good. It's a little bit slow. Pacing is a little bit tiresome sure. at times. Characters are very muted in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's really when I first watched it, what I didn't like as much about it. And I think he's moved on as a filmmaker. Yeah. There's a lot, there's a more frenetic pace to the acting and the style, uh, even the shooting. Um, but he does have good moments. And I think the thing that he's done well throughout this course of the series is kept those kind of unnerving type ponderous moments where yeah. you're just sitting there kind of watching something unfold and you're just like, I don't know what's going to yeah. happen here. That, since the first film, has been part of it. And I have really enjoyed that. And right. I like, for the most part, I like comic books. I'm not a huge avid reader, but um, I enjoy kind of the world building that he's making because mm-hmm. it's like he's making superhero film, superhero films without actually making superhero films. Right. It's more about the comic books. And so right. I like that. Um, second one, I was mixed on. We talked about that. Split? More, yeah, split. And then this one, I think as well, I'm pretty split on. Um, <laughs> Pun intended. Yeah. Uh, split, I was split on. And then glass, I was split on. Um, there were some good elements there and some bad elements. But, but you said overall you were happy with it. Overall, it was a positive experience, okay. but okay. I didn't leave going like, yeah, I want to watch that again as soon as I can. Right. Um, why don't we start uh, with you kind of giving your more detailed breakdown? Yeah, so I really liked it. Again, I think the... I think the biggest standout is James McAvoy again with just, and you see a lot more of his like personality show up in this one. Yeah. And he crushes it every time there's people speaking different languages. Um, obviously you have the, you know, little kids, older people and like just, just a, a myriad of different people within him. And, um, I think he's probably the standout, uh, for sure. At least whenever he was on screen, I enjoyed watching everything yeah. that he was doing. Um, Bruce Willis, Sam Jack. I, I I really appreciated all the acting for real, and I will. I was actually really surprised. Um, uh, Spencer Spencer Treat Clark, the kid who plays um, yep, Bruce son. Willis's kid, yeah, uh, David Dunn's kid from Unbreakable, reprised his role. I yeah. actually liked that seeing that. That was kind of neat. I was yeah. like, oh look, it's like real time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was passed. like, that's awesome. They didn't yeah. just try and recast him. Yeah. Um, and and just to kind of talk about it, I'm not going to spoil anything here. Um. But the movie I was really, really happy with overall. There's only one minor exception. There's even a little bit of like a twist and like a nod at maybe something larger at the end, um, just in this universe of storytelling. And um, I think that I was, I think I'm in retrospect, I'm okay with it. In the, in the moment, I wasn't sure how I felt about it. But um, the way that one of the characters like arcs ends um, or a story uh, comes to a conclusion at the end of the film, I wasn't happy with. And that was probably the only thing I wasn't happy with. Everything else with, I actually felt really good about. I thought yeah. it started off, the movie started off really strong. Um, and you had just that classic like hero versus villain element and some mm-hmm. of the stuff that you get from the trailer. Yeah, um, I liked a lot of the um, filming choices. Um there was maybe there's a lot of unique filming choices, a lot of like um like point of view uh 
like from the perspective of one of the characters, mm-hmm. um, how the camera was set up. I liked it. I thought it was used a lot because um, I noticed it and I don't want to have to like notice things like that. Yeah. I, I don't want to like, I felt like it took me out a little bit. It's like, huh, they're doing this thing a lot. Mm-hmm. Anyways, other than that, um, I thought it was really well acted. Um, Glass, it doesn't entirely make sense why it's called Glass probably till <laughs> the end of the movie. Um, and then uh, other than that, I thought it was, perfectly fine way to end the trilogy yeah yeah uh i agree with some of those aspects i i for me the cinematography i enjoyed the fact that they took chances mm-hmm. i enjoyed that they didn't just go with your very flat simple type shooting style they you know they threw the camera it was like a body camera at times yeah. it was like shooting the yeah and there was just a lot of interesting choices there um it was a bit obvious but at the same time i was like all right you know they're trying yeah. something there and i'll give them credit for that and I don't think anything, any of the shooting felt like over the top bad to mm-hmm. me. Um, it just felt like they were going to try and do some different things with it. And so I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, I think I enjoyed the acting as well for the most part, especially Samuel L. Jackson in this. He just did a really good job with his characterization. There was just a lot of levels that his character Glass, kind of Mr. Glass, I should say, uh, goes through. Uh, and James McAvoy. I think it felt a little bit cartoonish. At times, how many layers... It, it really felt like they were trying to make a big deal out of, especially in this film, yeah. the different characters that James McAvoy was being. I mean, there's literally just scenes where it's like him going from character to character but to I character. But I love that. I love seeing that. I'm fine with seeing it like once, but <laughs> okay. once you continue to do it, it starts to feel like, all right, we've seen this. Where What is the point of it? It just felt a little bit too much. Uh, I was fine with him. The reason why I liked it in Split was because they used it as a function of the story that his different characters were going to interact with the girls that he had captured and the whole plot as it's moving along mm-hmm. in different ways. This one, it felt more of like, well, we just want to have a different character say a different thing right. in a different way. And so we're going to switch up who it is. Uh, so that kind of felt a little off to me. I think one of the things that I felt wasted in this was wasted in this film the most was Bruce, Bruce Willis's character. And not just in the way that the film concludes, but just overall, his role in it felt very much just like he was just kind of along for the ride. Yeah. And I think that is because for me, the biggest thing that I really just did not enjoy about this film was, and I mentioned this in my intro, um, that puzzle piece that kind of fits in at the end of the film, mm-hmm. which happens with M. Nun Shyamalan films when he's trying to like make this bigger, yeah. like, oh, this is what it's really about type thing. When he put that puzzle piece down... I was just kind of left a bit like questioning and wondering. And when he does it at his best, you're like, oh, and you start to see things mm-hmm. line up. With this one, it was like, huh? And the main reason I had a <laughs> yeah, the main yeah. reason I had a problem with it was because it felt one, very forced, and two, it removed the entire to me personally, it removed the story that had really been building over the last mm-hmm. two films. In, in this film as right. well, which is that it was a story about these three characters mm-hmm. and who they are in this world and why that works. And by bringing in this entire new puzzle piece, it simultaneously kind of said yes, but also said, but all this other stuff. Right. And it was like, well, you're now, you're, now my focus is twisted and my focus has been moved off of the primary uh, plot and story that has been driven for the course of these three films, especially in the first one. Right. And I, I, I know that sounds vague. I apologize. I'm really trying. Right. We're trying our best to not spoil anything about this film. Um, 
I think that's the biggest thing I could say, though, about why I left yeah. the film feeling so disappointed. I felt like I didn't so much get the story of the three characters that I went into this film hoping I was going to get. Right. I more got the story of kind of the world around the characters as yeah. the final conclusion to the story. And yeah. it was like, eh. But I feel like, you know, somebody offered you cake and I got a slice of pie and then not even really kind of pie that I want, you know? like uh, I love pie more than cake. So. Well, there you go. Maybe not a good <laughs> metaphor. Then you got a slice of cake instead of a slice of oh, pie. Okay. There you go. So you can be yeah. disappointed with me. I gotcha. So. I, um, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. And I, I like that last puzzle piece you're referring to, just not how it, how it turns out for one of one of our people one of the main characters in the film i get you and i was just like i don't appreciate that but yeah other than that i get what i get i get it i get what what was happening i'm trying to do that's one thing with Shyamalan that i've always appreciated and i've always been a Shyamalan fan even with some of the films that aren't like loved not okay so not last airbender Airbender, (laughs) not last airbender not after earth i did find some comedy in happening. it's not yeah in the happening it's not intentional what and no. i am I why am, would you say that yeah it's so funny dude <laughs> one of the military guys is like cheese and crackers like that's his exclamation for what is happening yeah, it's watch silly. devil when you get a chance watch devil. i've seen devil oh you have yeah oh the toast thing that was my i don't favorite. that doesn't bother me i kind of like devil okay. anyways so um i even I, hey get this i even liked Lady in the Water. No, yes, you didn't. I did. Oh man. So here's here's that let, hurts let's me. just say this. <laughs> but obviously it's not his favorite. I like his first four films. Uh Village, not as much as the first three, but I still like it. Um so Sixth Sense, you know, Unbreakable, uh Signs, yeah. great. Uh I love the visit, um, which is his one before Split came out. Okay. Uh Split I liked. Um, this one I liked not as much as Split or Unbreakable. I haven't seen The Visit, so... Oh, The Visit's super fun. Yeah. Um, anyways, so uh, this this thing, I, I just love Shyamalan's ability, to, well, when he's in his prime of loving filmmaking and not like just, you know, phoning it in with some of the movies that he has done in the past. Yeah. Um, he just does things so differently than a lot of other people. Like, he's okay with doing his brand of whatever regardless you yeah. know he's not trying to adhere to some typical standard rule of things and one thing i love about glass specifically is it in split there's a lot of creepy unnerving pondering lingering moments that you're talking about and he carries that over yeah in this movie a lot especially some of the stuff with the beast i was like oh this is a little bit creepy right here you know? yeah yeah I, was, I really love all that stuff i think i think he has some good horror sensibilities um as if you go back to the visit you can see it there I as agree. well yeah um there was definitely moments in this film i was squirming we talked about that yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. a couple of moments especially with samuel jackson's character where i'm kind of mm-hmm. like Ooh, i yeah. don't know what's about to happen yeah oh my gosh sam jackson has a moment in the second half of the movie that i was like oh dang yeah um anyways <laughs> yeah uh what a twist yeah yeah, yeah. anyways it was really good um other than that i i mean i really enjoyed it it's yeah it's it's again i didn't i I did like Unbreakable and Split better. Uh, this is closer to Split because Unbreakable is my favorite of the three. But um, yeah, so uh, any other thoughts? Yeah, my final my final thought, and it's probably more on the negative side. Uh, the first film, what did with the tw- what worked so well with the twist and the the change up for the film style is that these films really function well. At least the first one really functioned as a deconstruction of the comic book genre mm-hmm. and how that works within the right. real world, if that could work, how it would go. And 
because of that, the puzzle piece, the aspect that gets added at the end of the film really aided in that story. Yeah. And it really pushed, it like added in the sense it like highlighted the elements of the film, the first yeah. film that really were about that. Yeah. And it, so it was good. It was like, wow, that's really strong. That's really point, point in the right direction. I think what worked against it in this film was they were trying to go for, again, somewhat that genre yeah. deconstruction yeah. type idea. But the twist didn't really add in any way to me mm-hmm. that this was a genre deconstruction. It added that the genre is already set in stone. Mm-hmm. We already know what the genre is. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to add a little more here so we can maybe blow the world up and expand this and take it to where we want it to go. Right. Now, if there had been some way that that like that it really highlighted the idea of this being a comic book deconstruction, I would have loved that. And Samuel L. Jackson says this one line, I will spoil this. But it's it it doesn't really explain how or where or why. But he says that it's an origin story. Right. It's not mm-hmm. like in the truest sense of what a comic book origin story is about. This is not that. Mm-hmm. So his twist, the twist of the story, really doesn't aid in the overall plot that's right. been building. And I think that's why I left the theater feeling like I'd kind of been served to to yeah. offered one thing but given something different the film itself functions well as a story mm-hmm. and there's cinematography things that are great there's suspense that's great the acting is good and so because of that i'm going to yeah. get a decent grade but that's really it, it it left me disappointed i gotcha which is sad what is uh what is your grade so my grade's a uh it's a 79 79 c plus yeah okay so it's not awful i mean hopefully i didn't make it sound like it's the end of the world i'm no, not no, no. mad at the film i just felt like uh, I felt like you could have gotten there, but you didn't. I'm going to give it a B plus. Okay. I'm 88. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I liked the ending. I think it added to the lore and the fact that I know that Shaman's not going to make any more of these movies. He's yeah. said that he's like, I'm done with this. Um, I've the studio, how- I'm fearing. The studio. Yeah. Blumhouse. <laughs> They're going to make a television show out of this. I'm like, I not hope, even, I wouldn't be surprised. I hope that Blumhouse, um, keeps Shyamalan like as like on retainer to make like horror films like or yeah. thrillers and stuff like that I think is really yeah. good at it and he's got such a unique eye and perspective with it did you see then the, they show the trailer for the new um, Key and Peele uh, what's oh the name? Us yeah for that us. movie looks scary dude oh yeah <laughs> it looks so scary yeah that looks freaky oh my gosh sorry Side yeah track. watch the trailer for us if you'd like to get out he, uh, Jordan Peele's making a uh, Jordan another Peele, yeah. he's making another one yeah and it looks scarier it looks like they took the scary level up to 11 on I that know. one yeah <laughs> so like the last one was like kind of freaky but this one's like Yo! it looks super scary and yeah. it's got Lupita Nyong'o in it and she's awesome so yes. um, real quick you wanted to mention another film yet yes yeah Yes. So we didn't talk about this up front, but I did get a chance to see another film. It came out a couple of weeks ago, and that's why we didn't talk about it up front. But it's Escape Room. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because um, I actually did enjoy this movie. Okay. And it's kind of cheesy. Okay. And it's very like, uh, it falls into a lot of cliche categories and stuff like that, but it's very inventive. What types of cliches? Like horror cliches, suspense cliches? Yeah. So. Because it looks like a. a- like a jigsaw light type scenario. Yeah. Saw, I should say. Yeah. So it's like Saw meets Hostel meets wow. a Belko experiment. Oh, wow. Like, so that's kind of the 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 vibe that I got from it. Yeah. Um, it's, oh, I thought you meant that it actually was. That's pretty gruesome if that's the case. So here, it's a PG-13 movie, though. Right. So it's like all those movies, but like light, L-I-T-E. I gotcha. Um, 
and I did find some enjoyment in it. Uh, it's very, very inventive. Some of the character elements are cliche. Like there's kind of the the bully, like mean guy. Then he yeah. guys is like really smart. Then you have like the kind of dumb guy. And then, you know, you have all like the your gotcha. main lead who, anyways, none of the characters are specifically like compelling. Um, uh, what's her face from uh, Daredevil? Uh, Deborah Ann Wool is in it. Mm-hmm. She's great. Um, and then you also have like Logan Miller, Jay Ellis, Taylor Russell. Um, Deborah's the Tyler lead, Levine. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. She's she's one of the main people in the escape room, and it's really cool. I like the way that 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 it ended. It really reminded me of the Belco experiment. Um, that's not spoiling anything, but um, I did appreciate it. They left it open. I think if this movie, I haven't looked at the stats. If this movie does well, it's it, they could have a decent franchise on their hands. Okay. Um, and what's really cool about it is the movie didn't need to be gory. And yeah. I think PG-13 actually worked okay for it. I'm hearing opposite from people, but I think it worked because a lot of the tension is in the setup for how people die okay. or the setup for what's happening in each escape room. And some of these rooms are so elaborate and it's really, really fun to watch. And hmm. one of them or two of them play into my fears, some of my own specific fears a little bit. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Um, It's not a great movie by any stretch of the imagination, but I I did find enjoyment of it. Like it's, it's, it's not going to get an amazing grade. I'm going to give it a 77. Okay. Um, I did. I just, I thought it was fun. I just thought it was a fun movie. Guilty pleasure. Let's call it that. Okay. Um, and um, yeah, is I kind of like want, want to see a sequel. Is there like a little like stuffed animal that comes out on like a pogo stick and goes, I want to play a competition? No. I want to have a competition. No. No, sorry. Do you want to play a game? <laughs> yeah, sorry. That's that's a competition. It's a saw joke for those yeah. of you out there. Saw jokes. Or like, huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all you kids got that one. Cool. Well, it looked interesting to me. It actually kind of looked like maybe I could watch this. And it was kind of fun. It. It, yeah. I don't know. I, I had fun watching it. It's not a great movie, but. I did find enjoyment and yeah. there were some good tension building elements. Yeah. The set designs were really cool. Um, and I want to see more creativeness yeah. kind of come behind that. Well, we should at some point as well. I know we keep talking about this. We should do a television episode. I'm catching up on a couple of shows. Yeah. We just have new episodes of Daredevil that came out. I started oh, sorry, the Punisher. Um, Punisher episodes yeah. came out. Uh, I started watching Haunting of Hill House. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There's a couple. Yeah. There, maybe we'll do it at some point here. I know that's outside of what we were just talking about, but it, it just popped in my Haunting head. of Hill House is good because it's not just a scary thing. It's, oh, it's a no. good drama. Yeah. I was like, it was building. Did something. you finish it? No. Oh, how far are you? First episode. So. Oh, dang. Okay. Just Let me know when going. you get to uh, episode five and then later 10, and then we can talk about what you saw. <laughs> yep. What did I see? Yeah. <laughs> now it'll be episode five. would be like, the entire time. It's, yeah. not, it's not necessarily freaky. It's just more so like when things are revealed, you're like, oh my gosh. Anyways. Okay. All right. Well, I'll let you know then. Cool. So we're going to go ahead and wrap things up on the podcast. And thank you for that additional little. Totally. Yeah. Uh, some ways again to get connected in case you're not already. Realreviewmedia.com is our, face- or is our website. We have our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash realreviewmedia. Additionally, Instagram and Twitter, both at Real Review Media. We have our YouTube, which is where you can watch this episode as well as many other episodes and occasionally some other stuff that we put up there. Uh, you can check that out at youtube.com slash The Real Review. Finally, last but not least, ways to get connected to us personally. If you want to send us a line, drop some, drop some communication our yep. way, realreviewmedia at gmail.com yes. is the place to do so. Final reminder, get signed up for the contest. We'd love to have you win. And join us for an outing. Definitely. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. And or some other film. Yes. If you have a huge obligate, huge reason for not wanting to see Marvel. Yeah. 
<laughs> anyway, it. anything else, Matt? No, that's it. All right. It's been real. It's been real. <laughs>